0: You are listening to Interform Podcast with Roe on the radio. You're going to want to hear this. Welcome to Interform Podcast. It's me, your girl, Roe on the radio. I've got a special model guest with me today. It's Wendell. If you've been living under a rock, you don't know who Wendell is. I'm going to let him have an opportunity to uh, introduce himself. Thank you so much for being here, Wendell.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, This is my first time doing an official podcast. Shut
0: up. I figured you'd done a million by now. No,
1: no. I've done a couple uh, Instagram lives, but.
0: Oh, okay. That's that's
1: about it. So hopefully this goes well. But yeah, I'm Wendell Skurlock, as Rose said. I've been living in the area about nine years, uh, originally from Denver, Colorado. Oh yeah, so you know Broncos. That's where you're nuggets, from, from. From from
0: Oh okay. From, from. See, I learned born something Born and raised.
1: Though. Born and raised.
0: Okay, and so we have you. Ghana. We yeah. have you on the show because you are a model, an experienced professional model. So,
1: I I, I try to be. You know, it's <laughs> it, it's slow going sometimes, but you know, patience always pays and having a vision. So.
0: All right, and what else do you you you're not just a model? That's not like your the bread and butter.
1: True. I, I'm I moonlight as a model, but I'm a technologist for Sam's Club Tech, was previously at Walmart Tech, mm-hmm. and did a stint at J.B. Hunt when I was uh, finishing up my master's at U of A.
0: Shut up, man. You, you've been working in some big places. A pla- <laughs> little place called Walmart. You ever heard of them or Sam's Club? Right. So this episode, we're diving deep into um, tips for upcoming models or for freelance models who want to transition into professional modeling. So you're represented by an agency. What, is, what do you feel like the biggest difference between being an agency model and being a freelance model is?
1: <laughs> Getting <'em> paid. Yeah. <laughs>
0: people can pay you under the table I guess but that like really happens right yeah yeah
1: I, I would say if you're freelancing more often than not it's a trade type of arrangement you yeah
0: know? that's true that makes that makes total sense so how did you start off modeling
1: huh. I started off modeling because I think I got approached like way back you know, Way John back, like, Consa- teens? I'm talking like John Casablanca, like <laughs> they was like, yo, you want a model? And then I was like, yeah. And then I show up at this place and they're like, yeah, you got to pay a thousand dollars. And then we make you a model. And I was like,
0: no, I'm good. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. Well, I will be honest. I fell for that. <laughs> trick, And I had my parents pay for it. It man. was not a good. I got a lot
1: of friends. Actually, one of my friends that actually moved to L.A. He fell for it, too. Oh, man. So, you know, it happened.
0: He didn't get a job, though, huh?
1: I mean, he did some modeling stuff, but okay. he didn't recoup that money.
0: I yeah. know, right? Jeez. So, what are um what are some of the misconceptions you had about modeling before you started? So, okay, when you say John Casablancas days, you mean like teen years or like early twenties? What do you mean?
1: I'm talking early twenties.
0: Oh, okay, um,
1: that you think that you're gonna go in and. Gonna, Be a star! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or then I think there was something else where I went to too. It's like you meet at a hotel and it's oh, a room gosh. full of people. And then
0: oh yeah, I did that one too. It was like a convention center yeah, and you got to pay for the rooms. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, I fell for all the okie doke.
1: Yeah. I just they, they were doing it in Denver, so I showed up. They talked about it on the radio. They were like, "If you want a model, come do this." Yeah, and I really started actually looking into it because when I was younger, people were like, you look like a young Tyson Bedford. So I was like
0: I can see that. I was like,
1: well, if they paying him, maybe I can get some of that.
0: <laughs> I can see that. It's like the eyes and the the bald head and the, the skin tone. Well, I, yeah. I was I wasn't bald back then, but Oh stop. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like well one of the misconceptions I had about modeling before I started was like once you get discovered or whatever, then that's it. So I feel like that's probably not the case. Well, I obviously figured that out, but yeah, I don't think that hopefully no one thinks that now, right? Or I mean, do you, I, mean with, I feel like with technology, with the internet, yeah. like I feel like people know that certain things are like probably not legit.
1: Yeah, I think now with social media, people, that's why you have like you know the freelance model, the Instagram model,
0: <laughs> and
1: you know people it's, are it's you kind Instagram of the same model? thing. I don't, th- I don't think you could say you're an Instagram model if you've been published in print or, or web. Right, right, Or if you've gotten paid. Like, you're not just an Instagram model. You're an okay. actual model. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I know you understand that. But I think a lot of people, they don't um, really fully grasp that because just like we didn't when we were younger. That's true. Right? We were like, yeah. oh, we're going to get discovered. So people now think in a digital sense they're going to get discovered. Right. But I think a big misconception is that, like, okay, if you're decent looking, you're in good shape,
0: Mm. you're going to be a model mm. but
1: that's really not how it works cuz it, 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 it's a, there's a product that needs to get advertised or they have a vision for and yeah. so you know you have to fit that vision for that product
0: mm. and i
1: think a lot of people Don't understand that you have to learn that you are a product when you become a model. That's true. So it's kind of hard to separate it at first from like you're like you don't like me. No, we just you don't fit for what we're trying to do. Yeah,
0: because there is such a thing called typecasting. Like for example, everybody wants the bully to be played by like a kind of chubby redhead kid with freckles, right? So there's certain typecasts that kind of come with modeling, and just because you're not what they want right now doesn't mean you won't be what someone else wants later. I think I, I took it a little bit personally like oh you think I'm ugly like or they'll say something like well we need somebody with smaller feet and I'm like I'm (laughs) 5'10 like if I have small feet I tip over (laughs) so you just have to take it like basically not take it personal so what advice would you give to new models who are looking to transition into professional modeling? like what's the first thing they need to know first thing they need to do?
1: I would say the very first thing you got to have a portfolio mm. um, mm-hmm. and maybe even before that, have a vision, you know, have an idea of of what it is that you want to do, what fits mm-hmm. within who you are. Mm. And then you can search out um, different um, photographers, different modeling opportunities, and then you're not going to put yourself in harm's way in some regards, or keep yourself out of harm's way because now you're sticking to a certain code, a certain um, rule of law for just what you're accepting, what you're willing to to be involved with, mm. and so you kind of approach situations differently. Like for me, because I was always uh, working professionally, mm-hmm. I, the modeling was secondary, right. even though it was something that I liked. I'm sure I love fashion, I'm passionate about it, you know, mm-hmm. but. I wasn't going to compromise, you know, myself or, you know, it's art, you know. Yeah. So you don't want to compromise your art or, or what you want to represent. So
0: That makes sense because, I mean, obviously I am a mom, so I can't just be you know, just out there with my stuff, hanging out. You know what I mean? Like certain things can't. You can't can't, have, can't yeah. have your snacks out there. Can't have your snacks out. Can't have your, your skivvies out when you have a a job. Even though my job is technically with fashion, there are certain things that you you know you got to be a little bit more mindful of. So that makes total sense. You got to know what exactly you want to do and know the type of modeling because some people don't really know that there are different avenues of modeling. It's not Very just true. runway modeling. It could be commercial modeling. Yeah. Like, you've been in commercials or, like, yeah. for print, or you've been in uh, magazines yeah. and things like that.
1: Yeah, that's lifestyle. There's all kinds of...
0: Yeah. You, you,
1: you, you'll check the box somewhere, mm-hmm. but you just have to. If it's something you want to do, you you search for it, and, you know, you put it out there, to come back to
0: you. So do your research first. Research, yeah. Where you end up, you know, out in the woods in a bowl full I'm of cereal. I'd say that's probably
1: <laughs> highly important for women, especially. <laughs> Yeah. You know, sadly, you know, we live in a predatory culture, you know, where yeah. Hey, girl, can't let me take walk your down picture. the street. Yeah, it's like yeah. you know, you got creepy guys with cameras. Like, hey, I'm a I'm a photographer.
0: Are you? Yeah, like, yeah.
1: Right. Let me see your portfolio. <laughs> that's a good question. To ask. Let me see your portfolio. <laughs> let me see your portfolio. <laughs> see what type where, where's of where's your business you do? page? Yeah. yeah. And, and if it's all boudoir. Well, well, yeah, well.
0: That's a very valid point, well. point. and I think that's um a good way to. Are a good way for people to know that professional modeling may be the avenue they want to go because your agent will keep you from, well, hopefully getting those weird castings or weird jobs and kind of protect you from that. Oh yeah. From, yeah, the, from the people who are legit and the people who yeah. are, who are not legit. So what are some of the difference between the journey of like a female model or a male model? Cause I feel like it's a little bit harder to, be a male model than it is a female model well the, for female modeling it's kind of saturated there's tons of girls who want yeah. to be models right
1: I mean talking about the numbers there's just more women on the planet more girls on the planet than there are men
0: and yeah I've heard that before I don't know if I believe that I mean I, mean, I don't know that's it's just like, what the statistics are don't argue with are, the numbers you know okay.
1: like, that's, that's what I heard
0: so just in life there's just more women. So there's,
1: there's more women but mm-hmm. it seems like they market more to women
0: for modeling.
1: Or modeling, or just the jobs, the marketing jobs, right? The oh. advertising jobs are are, are more uh, directed towards women. So okay. I think there's going to be more opportunities that way. But then there's also a more saturated pool, like you're saying. Yeah. But I think it's it could be more difficult too because, like men. It's, it's a wider lens as mm-hmm. far as, like, the types of models that you can be.
0: Like athletic modeling? Yeah. Okay. And I feel okay. like
1: women, it's just, they're just now allowing women to, like, you know, be proud of who they are and they don't have to fit into a certain type cast.
0: Body positivity. Body, yeah, body okay.
1: positive positivity, you know. Mm-hmm. So now that's changing. So I could say it was a little harder for, for girls and for women to be involved mm-hmm. um, in modeling before. Uh, today and it's probably still probably pretty difficult but i mean like even with me like you know i work out i remember the first agency i went to they were like you know you you look good to us but you know we can't do anything with you
0: why because <laughs> they know? already had a muscular black man or? I, I, I don't know man
1: i uh-huh. feel like there's some time, something about just they want somebody that fits into anything, right?
0: Okay. So if you, you got know, muscles you can't Yeah, really fit it's like into you know, the they're thing. like, I don't
1: know if he's gonna fit into anything. Oh, or okay. they just want or it was a different type of agency, right? Sure. They were doing more runway. Mm-hmm. So they want a slender, uh more slimmer build because of the clothing.
0: Yeah, know, that makes sense.
1: Sizes and stuff like that. So but I also think there's some, you know
0: Some things um, going some on. bias.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's built into everything in, in our society and our culture. So yeah. to ignore that would be
0: fallacy but yeah but okay would you say it's harder for a black male model than it would be for a white male model in like as far as the journey
1: i mean i I would say so Mm -hmm. because again it's just you know about following the dollars the money how much what's the budget spent on advertising um,
0: Where's the demand? Yeah, it's the demand for yeah, black male models exactly. at this time. And yeah. it's
1: it's, gonna, it's all driven by markets, again. So it's like, it's where the dollar's at, what the vision is, mm-hmm. you know, where, where the budgets are. And there's not a lot of budgets. There's not a lot of large African-American markets that they have to um, advertise to.
0: Oh, So like, even when I
1: started here, they were trying to, you know, send me to Memphis and different areas, St. Louis, where okay. there's a, a, a higher concentration of black people. Yeah. But you know, in America there's a you know, white people are everywhere. Yeah, there's nothing that's wrong true. with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you have pockets where there's more, you know, black or Hispanic people. And so that's where there may be more opportunities for people that look like that.
0: You seem to be pretty like confident and grounded, like, you know, as far as if you don't get a casting, it's like, okay, well that's just not what they wanted at the time. How would a new model get to that level as far as not really, not caring because I'm sure that you care, yeah. but at the same time, like you can't let it affect like your mood or your, you know, your whole life just because you don't get one casting. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. Yeah. So how did you get to the point to where you didn't take it personal anymore?
1: Uh, I think, like I said, the the first agency I went to, they were like, "Oh, you're too this, or you're too that," and mm. and that's where you learn that like it, it's you're a product, you know, mm. so you have to separate that. Um, and then also, just like I said, knowing what your vision is, being uh, proud of, of yourself, who you are, not letting that uh, change how you see yourself um, is, I think, very important because sooner or later, you know, if you're staying in your lane, you're staying true to yourself, there's going to be an opportunity. Mm-hmm. That comes to you that's going to fit, you know, and you won't have to fit into something. And Ooh. so it may even, you know, give you more opportunity because now it seems more natural. Yeah. You know, instead of you being outside of your comfort zone. And I mean, comfort zone is a wrong word because being a model is outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> stepping out of your realm of like uh, experience or, yeah. or how you expect things to go.
0: Yeah. Mm. Let things be what they are instead of what you think they should be.
1: I'm a big believer in that. Everything happens the way it's supposed to, when it's supposed to, how it's supposed to, if you're doing what you're supposed to.
0: I mean, I'll I'll get there eventually. (laughs) Okay, how important is it to be a self-starter when it comes to modeling and building your portfolio? Because I will say personally, for me, some of the mistakes i made in the past in my modeling journey is, like, just sitting on my hands and being like, well, somebody's going to discover me. And this is, like, even before, like, internet. <laughs> Go do a couple laps
1: at the mall, right? Yeah, like,
0: yeah, somebody's <laughs> going to pick me. I'm going to be a big star. Like, I just had a very, um, you know, not realistic vision of that. But, like, eventually I got to the point where it's, like, you coordinate your own photo shoots. Yeah. And you just build your own portfolio and don't yep. wait for people to yep. pick you. So how important is that to be a self-starter? Uh,
1: I think it's something that you can take into any arena to be a self-starter. Right. Whatever you wanna accomplish, you go after it. Mm. And so if you want to be a model, then you you start with a portfolio, right? You start showing your personality, you start putting some fits together, showing what you look like on camera, mm-hmm. seeing what you like. And it's just a process. You don't want to skip those steps because when you actually get to an agency, they they want you to be polished. Yeah. They don't wanna to have to teach you. Yeah. You know? So like you learn that along the way. And then when the agency comes along and you have a portfolio, yeah, you know your angles, you know what you look good in, you have this confidence that transfers into the camera when you take your pictures because you've been there.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I I think it helps a lot. So you just gotta, you know, start little by little. You don't have to do it all in all in at one, once. One That's summer, even, or even years. Like it, it took me a couple years to Same. put my portfolio together yeah. before I even got an agent. And I think I remember my, I told my friends I was going to be a model, and then mm-hmm. when they, when they first saw me on like I think it was like uh, the Minguin type of stuff that I yeah. did, and it was all over like social media, and they were like. did
0: it (laughs) yeah i told you yeah that's a good point years you know but you just gotta stay at it yeah i had a misconception that the agencies were gonna do all that for you they're just gonna teach you how to Mm -hmm. be a model and do that but i feel like that's not the case uh you have to know a little bit before you before you get there um last question so what are some things to keep in mind when uh, a model is looking for the right agency because there's a lot of people that say they're an agent or say yeah. they're an agency. Yeah. Um, so how how do you feel like, what's the best way to go about looking for a reputable agency?
1: Um, like I said, I think a lot of things start with your vision, mm-hmm. um, what type of modeling you want to do, mm-hmm. um, and then finding an agency that may have, you know, like if you want to be an athletic model, an agency that represents athletic models. or. Boom.
0: Because if if they don't have it, there's no point in you... There's
1: no point in you even going and knocking on their door. So that might have been where I went wrong the first time. I went and talked to an agency, you know, and they do more runway stuff. And, you know, um, back then, this might have been like 2004, Okay, you know, so there there really wasn't as much uh, runway opportunities
0: uh, for
1: people that, you know, actually have, you know, real body types. yeah um so That's I think a good yeah point. You know, knowing your audience knowing who you're going to who you're approaching what your vision is mm-hmm. and then you know validate whatever they're saying you know that they have a website um they now you, they have a social media presence you know make mm-hmm. sure that all the pictures weren't posted in the same week or two <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow they do
0: that oh yeah. Oh yeah. snap because you've been you've been with scope yeah for how many years
1: I've been with Scope since pff, I want to say 2014,
0: 15. Ooh, so it's yeah. safe to say that you found the right reputable agency, and you're you're happy.
1: I mean, you 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 have to start sometimes where you're at. Sure, you know, and do what you can with what you have. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're in Arkansas, right? So sure, you know, I'm not gonna move to New York or Same. Cali because. I have a job exactly you know, I have a real job here so yeah it's like that's actually what's paying the bills and I enjoy you, you know the modeling and stuff like that so yeah so awesome. they take good care of
0: me yeah. yeah it seems like they're taking real good care of you so thank you so much for uh being a guest on Interform podcast tell everybody where they could reach you if you're comfortable with that well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't <man>. know. <laughs> if they have questions, make yeah. sure they have questions about modeling, not just you know. I mean, yeah. I mean, they yeah. can
1: reach out. Uh, all my handles uh, on social media are Yoko uh, Windingo.
0: How do you spell it?
1: Y O K O W E N D I N G O. Boom. Yoko is uh, actually Yoko. That's actually my
0: Ghanaian name. So Look at you! That's, Come on, that's culture. What that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got to represent. I see, I see. Thank you so much for coming on Interform Podcast. I'm Ro on the radio. You can catch me on Instagram. It's R O underscore on the radio, all one word. You can check us out on our website. It's interform.art. Thank you so much, Window. No problem.
1: Thanks for having me. This was fun. <laughs> I'll <it> again. <laughs> <laughs>